Hey guys, we are back after a long break. But this is a segment of the Grind Never Stops podcast. And it's your host, DJ Joe. So in today's episode, we have a lot to discuss with you guys. Because the last time we were recording, we were talking to you about how pandemic Paul George returned to the court for game two in the conference finals. But guys, a lot has happened since then. Clippers won game three in Los Angeles with a huge showing from PG-13. And Reggie Jackson, who who his role has increased since he got signed to the Clippers from the Detroit Pistons. But they couldn't get it done in game four as they couldn't get any field goals down the stretch in the fourth and overtime. And as... and Paul George couldn't get a free throw to fall or a field goal as he was breaking shots in the clutch and he was not making his free throws. So, which the game five returned back to Phoenix where the Clippers had a huge showing from Paul George with a 40.15 rebound performance and Reggie Jackson was hot from behind the arc as well which brings up Game 6 in downtown Los Angeles, where the Clippers are down 3-1. The game was close in the first, but the second quarter and so forth, the Clippers did not keep with the runs by the Phoenix Suns, and they couldn't keep up by former Clipper Chris Paul, who had a 40-point-plus performance with 8 assists, and he was locked in since the tip. But for the Clippers, no one was locked. Besides Morris, who had another 20-point performance, made five three-pointers. But it wasn't enough, as it's going to be a long off-season for the team in Clipperland. Because now they got bounced out of the playoffs once again by a team that they should have beat. But the problem here was not losing. Like, the problem for the Clippers was obviously losing former NBA champion power forward Serge Ibaka during the end of the regular season and the start of the playoffs with a back injury and had surgery. And Ibaka is at 17 points, 6 rebounds a night. And obviously, that could hurt on your team. And also, they lost superstar defensive anchor and one of the best players in the NBA, Kawhi Leonard. And that was a huge loss for the Clippers as he did not play a single minute in this conference finals. And Kawhi Leonard is like your superstar. We know that. But this was time for Paul George, PG-13, to make a statement. And he failed miserably. And I know he dropped 40 twice. He grabbed 13 plus boards three times. But you have to do more. Because you can't miss free throws down the stretch of a damn playoff game. Paul George says, you, I'm tired of the media hitting on me, criticizing me. Then perform, goddammit. You're a small forward slash shooting guard. Let me repeat. You're a small forward. But you've been playing the shooting guard since you 
got traded to Oklahoma City, and he stayed the shooting guard in Clipperland, and Kawhi was playing the small forward, and Serge Ibaka was playing the four. But I don't understand how you could be a liability at the free throw line during the clutch moments. And this is where LeBron becomes legends. This is where Kevin Durant becomes one of the best pure scorers. This is where Carmelo Anthony becomes a pure NBA scorer. This is the time where Kawhi Leonard became a legend in Toronto with a clutch three-pointer fadeaway in Game 7 gets the Sixers back in the championship season in 2019. But for George, it was it's completely vice versa. He plays good in the first, second, third, but in clutch moments, he is nowhere to be found. And I'm tired of PG-13. Because teams have gave away their future for this guy who's trash, who's garbage. Same thing like Ben Simmons. There's always that guy who's can't get it done on the floor. Because look, OKC traded key guys to Indiana to get his bum ass. And look at them now. Oladipo is injured right now, but he's a great player. Damantas Sabonis is a triple-double machine and a beast in rebounding. And the draft picks they traded. They traded three first-round draft picks for Paul George. You gotta be kidding me. Because Paul George failed against the Utah Jazz in the first round. In his first stint with OKC. And he was playing alongside Carmelo Anthony and Russell Westbrook. So now you don't have Kawhi Leonard, you don't have Serge Ibaka. But in OKC, he had Carmelo Anthony and Russell Westbrook. And we both know that Paul George can get nothing to them because, oh man, because the Utah Jazz, Joe Ingles, was, was playing with his head and he couldn't get it done. In Game 6, Paul George shot 6 for 20. Russell Westbrook shot 7 for 20. Melo shot for 2 for 13. So you had all your guys and you couldn't get it done. And in the second stint with OKC, they got blown out 4-1 after a buzzer beater in 2019 by Damian Lillard from half court. And there was the drama about Paul George saying it's a bad shot. Well, you're a bad player, Paul George. You can't hit free throws. You can't hit that extra jumper to bring your team back in the game. Because, guys, Paul George was not aggressive in Game 6. Because through three quarters, at the end of the third, the man attempted nine shots. And that can't happen when, when, if you actually look on paper, you're the best player on the floor. We both know that Paul George is better in potential ways, better than Devin Booker and Chris Paul. And Jay Crowder, Jay Crowder is guarding you and you couldn't win this? Man. But we'll talk about the off season for the Clips in the episode later on this month when the NBA, when the NBA Finals conclude. But this is horrible. 
from Clipperland, and especially Paul George. And you gotta give it to Reggie Jackson. He tried to play his best, and he was in tears after losing because he played his best. He played his best playoffs in his career. Morris tried to do his thing. Zubac was great in the first couple games, and then he got injured. And yes, the Clippers probably would have lost anyway, even if they had Serge Ibaka. Because Morris averaged close to 18 points in this six games, and that's not bad. But it was just Paul George was being a liability on the offensive end, at, at the free throw line. Like Paul George was never known to be a horrible free throw shooter in Indiana, in OKC. Paul George need to work on his game because that was trash. And I'm tired of seeing Paul George failing. And everyone's saying, oh, the Suns are second place in the West. You ha- you're Paul George. What do you mean they're second place? Who cares? Seating does not matter. The playoff, When the playoffs starts, it's a different animal. What happened in 2018? The Toronto Raptors were first place. They played the Cleveland Cavaliers. We both know before the playoffs started. LeBron said, doesn't matter which seed, the 8th seed, the 7th seed, I'm going to come to your building and blow you up. And what, what did LeBron James, the GOAT, did? He blew the Raptors out of their own building. So it doesn't matter. You're Paul George. Two, three franchise teams gave it away. Their future, current, great players for you. And this is how you go at it. Miss free throws in game two. Miss free throws in game four, game five, game six. Come on. For the Clippers, they couldn't guard 6-3 guard Chris Paul, who's, who's super old. And you let him drop 40-plus points on your home floor. Come on. You gotta do better than that. The Clippers were, were were a great defensive team without. They were a great defensive team with and without both Ibaka and Kawhi during the regular season. But you, I don't understand, man. You just couldn't guard Chris Paul, and Patrick Beverly needs to be ashamed of himself. And yes, Chris Paul might have said something about you, but you can't be down 26 points in game six. You're down 3-2. You got to have better sportsmanship by Patrick Beth. And don't tell me that Patrick Beverly played defense when Chris Paul, CP3, 6-3 guard, 35, 35 years of age, scored 41 on your ass. That cannot happen. But let's move on now. So remember, last time, also last time when we were recording, we were talking about how the Hawks came uh, to Milwaukee for game one and stole the game from Milwaukee after some bad decisions by Chris Middleton and Giannis Antetokounmpo. But since then, Bucks won game two. They won a blow in game three, but 
bad news for the Hawks as Young was lost due to injury in the process. But Giannis was playing in game four. But the Hawks were all over Milwaukee even before Giannis got injured during game four. And as soon as he left the game, the Hawks ran through the more and bad, in which the Hawks surprisingly tied the conference finals at two apiece. So game five, you don't have Giannis, but you still got Chris Middleton, Drew Holiday, you still got all these guys. But Giannis and Young did not play, and we both know that the Bucks are top of the East for a reason. Yeah, they don't have Giannis, but they still got great players. And they got players that can go off at any moment. And they have been, even when Giannis missed the regular season games. But the Bucks came firing game five with a 20-point lead in the first half. And they did not look back as they won the game thanks to a dunk fest by Robin, by Brooke Lopez and Crazy Eyes Bobby Portis as they had four players with double digit in points. So they took a 3-2 seriously and the game actually happened last night and game six is tomorrow night in Atlanta and we hope Trey Young can return so they can tie the conference finals and force a game seven back in Milwaukee. But we also hope Giannis will return to help his box reach the NBA finals for the first time in their careers. But once the conference finals are finished, we will do an NBA finals preview show. But for the Hawks, they need better showing because the Hawks did not show up ever since the tip. They did not show up and we hope Trey Young can return to bring the momentum back on the Hawks side. But for the Bucks, even without Giannis, they're going to prepare and they're going to come up firing. And the Hawks, they ha- they will have the momentum right away because they will be at home with their crazy crowd at the State Farm Arena. But we hope the Hawks could win and force Game 7. So we will do a Game 6 preview tomorrow night. But before we end this segment, I want to congratulate the Suns for reaching the NBA Finals for the first time in their careers as well. And obviously for Chris Paul, one of the greatest pass for point guards, and that's debatable, who played 14 seasons in the league, and he's finally heading to the big stage. And it's funny how he was always criticized when he was with the Clippers that he couldn't get it done. And it's funny that the team that he beat to get to the NBA Finals was the Los Angeles Clippers. But he will go to the NBA Finals with his running mate who is firing Devin Booker, as you guys all know. Day books. But before we end this episode, we want to tell you guys that the Lightning are playing the Habs in the Sonic Cup Finals. And we weren't able to do a preview show as we had a lot of things to do. But the Habs are down 2-0 to Tampa Bay Lightning. They're playing at home. Game 3 is tonight. 
and the Habs need to come up fire. They need to have a better start because the first couple games, well, the first game it wasn't that great as it was for one, but game two was not a great showing by the Montreal Canadiens. But the Habs, the Habs are in the Stanley Cup final for a reason. They are the first team to reach the Stanley Cup finals for being the last team to reach the NHL playoffs. So they need more. And for the Lightning, Valevsky need to keep playing what he's been doing. And the Lightning need to keep scoring on Carey Price. But this win, Carey Price should steal Game 3. Because they need to get back in the finals. Because you, you can go down 0-3 in the Sonic Cup Finals and expect to win. But we hope the Canadians, the lone Canadian team can beat the American team, the Tampa Bay Lightning. But guys, thanks for tuning in to this segment of the Grind Never Stops podcast. Make sure you go subscribe to our YouTube channel. We have 93 subscribers as of right now. And help us get to 100. Uh, links will, link will be in the description. And we're also on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. All link, and we're also on Spotify, Google Play, and all your music podcast platforms. And all links will be in the description. But guys, thanks for tuning in to this segment. Make sure to like, share, and subscribe. And... Stay tuned in for our next segment as we'll recap the Sunday Cup Finals Game 3 between the Habs and the Tampa Bay Lightning. We'll also preview Game 6 between the Atlanta Hawks and the Bucks. And we'll, tomorrow we will know if Giannis Antetokounmpo will play Game 6. And we'll also know if, if Trey Young will also play. But guys, thanks for tuning in. This is your host, DJ Joe, signing out of here. Peace.